0: You're listening to the Homegrown Faith podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend Richard Sweatman about God, the Bible, and life lived, growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle.
1: Hey there, Joe. Great to be with you today. How are you doing?
0: I'm good, thank you, Richard. And this is the second podcast you're recording today.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I was uh, recording. One uh, with uh, an organisation called Reach Australia, which is uh, mm-hmm. it was good fun. They they are interested in in uh, in what I've got to say, and the other guys on staff team. But yeah, we're all like, uh, well, I don't know, <laughs> why do you want to talk to us? We we were not uh, overselling. I don't think uh, what we had to offer, but.
0: <laughs> but, oh, well, hopefully it'll be fruitful for other churches as they think about um, small group ministries.
1: I hope so. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Which we'll be talking about later, but first, you've mm. been going to the ocean baths.
1: Oh, yes. So um, there's a little bit of sunshine out and uh, yeah, getting to the ocean baths. I don't know if I've shared this with you, but uh, I I love getting in the ocean baths. I'm not there super close to the beach, so it's not like an every week sort of thing, but yeah, uh, mm. Um, yeah went for the first time this spring or late winter a few weeks ago and it was quite an experience um, the water was actually very cold I think the water was like 14 degrees uh, which is I think about as cold as it gets in Newcastle and I'm I I pride myself on once I resolve to go I go like I don't pull out I'm just on the, <laughs> on the water's edge there and I I my Jen my wife she, she thinks I'm crazy but. Um, yeah, got there, jumped in, and uh, there's you can't just walk in slowly. You have to jump in. Um,
0: yeah, you commit. You commit, you commit, you commit. So,
1: and you just feel the pain. You jump in and then take off. And usually if you swim fast enough, uh, <laughs> the pain eases off after a while. But uh, this time, no, I did a lap up there, and I thought, my face is hurting, My literally <laughs> hurting. And I thought, this better improve, otherwise I'm bailing. And uh yeah, I got back for the second lap, still face hurting, and was like, all right, I'm done here. But <laughs> I felt alive, which, yeah, which is pretty much guaranteed.
0: Oh, gosh, that reminds me of my last swim before it really hit the cold temperatures in the water. I got there, did one lap, came back the other direction, got out, and there was this old guy swimming laps like a boss, yeah. he was like, oh, what a beautiful day today. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, it is. He's like, oh, <laughs> beautiful beautiful water temp. And I said, well, a little bit cold for me. <laughs> he said, you've got to do four laps. I was like, no, two was enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep, yeah, two you did two. That's a win.
1: One of my friends at, uh, it, uh, who's an older guy who swims every day pretty much, He's he swears by a cap, some sort of cap that keeps his head warm. He thinks um, as long as he's got that, he can... He can swim any any day of the year, but uh, <laughs> I haven't gone that far yet.
0: I am not that person. <laughs>
1: yeah. So yeah, ocean baths. Yeah. Now, what about for you, Joe? What have you been up to?
0: Well, I've been thinking for many years that I should compost my food scraps and peeling oh, yeah. and such. Yeah. And I live in an apartment, so that's never felt like something I should try to achieve mm. right now. Yeah. But then, um. A little while ago, I discovered this thing called an urban composter, which is basically, Mm. you know, a a glorified tub with a tap in it. And (laughs) you spray on this, um, it's called dynamic fermented fruit extract or AKA composting accelerator. Wow. And it's got like um, lactobacillus and yeast and probiotics and- other things and you put your food scraps into the bucket and then you spray it and then every few days you use a tap you get the concentrate out from the bottom of the tap and then after you fill up your bucket leave it for a little while and then you can put it into the soil and the stuff you extract from the bottom you could put on your plants in a diluted with water kind of yeah. way Very cool. and I thought yeah I thought yeah okay I bit the bullet but two weeks ago and because i am cheap and don't like spending money on something i'm not sure is going to work out 100%. i got a composting bucket off gumtree. oh yeah. and i got a i got a sweet deal. it was a really sweet deal because yeah. this lady threw in the accelerator that she hadn't used. but the trouble that was <laughs> it was a used compost bucket. so it yeah. smelled really bad. yeah. <laughs> and i am not good with bad smells. And so oh, right. anyway, I had a I did a massive clean out of this compost bucket. Yeah. But I'm still not convinced that smell's gone. And so every time I go to make something, I think, okay, I'm gonna wait until I've really collated my food scraps into a bowl. <laughs> and I'm gonna open that lid so infrequently. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't want that smell to be anywhere near my nose. And this whole journey has taught me that I am a highly strong composter. I'm just not going to be successful in the whole I'm going to keep doing it but I don't love it I don't love it
1: yeah you're not one of these people that would get very excited to meet another composter and share about the joys of composting
0: no I believe it could be it has reduced my waste which and I do believe it will help make in the future some nice you know really like high organically materialed soil (laughs) but um (laughs) I haven't yet worked out what I will actually do with the food scraps once I finish my bucket because I don't have somewhere to store soil, so that's a concern. I was going <laughs> to ask,
1: but I didn't want to be—I didn't want to be negative. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, I've thought this through, but I'm just flying on the wind. Like I'm just going—I'm yeah. going with it at the moment, and yeah, I'll see.
1: Maybe one of your friends—you could offer. You could say, "Hey, can I come around and bury some compost in your garden?"
0: <laughs> Would you like some? Um, Compost accelerated compost.
1: <laughs> they might, like anyway. It. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I feel a deep sense of virtue because anything environmental is virtuous. <laughs> but, um,
1: you, it's yeah, been you, fun to try. You savor that virtue. That's thank uh, you. You should thank you. <laughs> All right, composting uh, brilliant. Uh, from there, let's talk Bible. What yes. are you uh, reading in the Bible at the moment, Joe?
0: Well, as you know, I've been. Um, working through Luke along um,
1: yeah.
0: along through Luke because of a series of talks I'm going to have to write down the track. Yeah, great. And I've hit Luke 12 and it's so interesting. I have made a connection between Luke and Hosea, oh, which I wow. never expected to this make. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, you know, i would spent a lot of time in Hosea, so I've, I kind of it's really on my mind mm. and our growth group is doing Hosea at the moment. So, um, I'll just read a little bit of Hosea. I mean, a bit a little bit of Luke and um I'll explain what I mean. Yeah. So Luke 12 verse, let's go from verse 8. Um, no, no, I'll go from verse 4.
1: Okay. I, yeah. tell,
0: I tell you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after that can do no more. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after your body has been killed, has authority to throw you into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. I tell you, whoever publicly acknowledges me before others, the Son of Man will also acknowledge before the angels of God. But whoever disowns me before others will be disowned before the angels of God. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But anyone who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. Now, I'm just going to totally put the Holy Spirit blaspheming thing to the side. Yeah,
1: sure. (laughs) Fine with me.
0: But verse 8 talks about whoever publicly acknowledges me before others, the Son of Man will acknowledge. And the acknowledgement of God is a huge theme in Hosea. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, one of the most famous passages of Hosea is Hosea 6, um, verse 6. And it says, For I desire mercy, not sacrifice, and acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offerings.
1: Mm.
0: And so, it was just this really interesting theme of, Oh, actually, that's a consistent message through the New- Old Testament and the New Testament, and it made me really think, oh, I want to acknowledge God. I want to, be- I want to be like my Old Testament brothers and sisters and acknowledge God, and it's talking about acknowledging the Son of Man here in mm. Luke, but, yeah, it was just a really interesting connection to have made that I wasn't yeah. expecting.
1: Well, so what do you think it means to acknowledge the Son of Man before others or acknowledge God?
0: Well, I wondered if with the context of it being around fear, Um, showing a fear of the Lord publicly, Mm -hmm. showing a fear of the Son of Man, Son of um, Jesus, publicly. And so I was thinking, what does that look like in my life? It might be talking about Jesus in a way that honours him when others might speak about him in a way that dishonours him. Mm. And so um, if someone were to perhaps use Jesus' name in vain, mm. seeking an opportunity to speak about Jesus really positively in that moment. Um, yeah. And so that's that's as far as I got. Or maybe even there is a lot of heart in it, I think. Mm-hmm. So I think pr- prayer is a living with an acknowledgement of Jesus as your Lord and God as your King and Saviour and yeah. the Spirit at work in you. And so, yeah, I think or I, that's – that's the cluster of thoughts I've had. It's not particularly clear. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think um, it's going to be different in different contexts. Like um, there would have been times in Christian history or places around the world where it could be as simple as, are you a Christian? Do you believe in Jesus? And that, and then do you go to jail or do you not go to jail? Are you know, killed mm. or not killed? Mm. Um, in our context, it's, um, yeah, the bit of that hard thing about when Say the most meaningful thing for you has been going to church, and someone asks how you are. Do you share? Like I mm. went to church, I learn about Jesus, or mm. like uh, is this is this a, a part of your life that you obscure and hide and play down, uh, and you justify that however you however you do, or do you speak up boldly? Mm. Mm. I remember. Oh, that's such
0: a great summary. summary. That's such a great yeah. summary, Richard.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Once I was called up by a cold caller to do a survey, and I'd just been reading Romans. And uh, the, the, call, the survey person, I love doing surveys, that's another thing, um, the survey yeah. person said, um, what do you think is the biggest problem in the world at the moment? And I'd just been reading Romans, and I thought, well, I think it's the wrath of God. And I thought, well, but this is a survey. He doesn't want to know about that sort of thing. But then I thought, oh, what the heck, you know, he's a stranger on the phone. I, was, I just said, oh, I think the biggest problem in the world now is the, um, the coming wrath of God. <laughs> and he was, <laughs> that's not the answer he was expecting. Uh, <laughs> what did you say? Uh, he said, well, that's interesting. Uh, then next question. You know? <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just took it down.
0: But that is acknowledgement of God, isn't it? That's great.
1: Well, yeah, I, could, like, I couldn't see any good reason to not answer that question that way. Mm. Um, mm. And I think there's a lot of times when people, I'm talking with people and I kind of dis- downplay or obscure my relationship mm. with God. Mm. Which, which is probably dangerously close to, um, yeah, not acknowledging God before others. So, mm. yeah.
0: Well, that's food for thought. Um, and what about you, Richard? What have you been reading lately? Oh,
1: reading. I've been reading some small books on small group leading at the moment. Um, I've, I've been on a, a real pause of reading small groups, books on small groups because I think, Joe, you'd understand this about me. I, I, I find it hard to read a book about small group ministry without thinking about all my failings and problems. Yes. <laughs> So, you know, the book's title would be something like "Lead a Transformative, Inspirational Bible uh, Small Group Ministry." And all I read, why well, I see that title is saying, "Why your small group ministry sucks." Like could- <laughs> <laughs> thats <laughs> <laughs> thats
0: really taking it to heart, Richard. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, it's all about me. It's not about the books. So, um, but every now and again, I get over myself and I get in the mood and I read books on small group ministry. So, I've read about mm. two or three in the last. Um, month or two um and mostly you know i i just read read them i get what i can out of them i just go go along for the journey um but um yeah reading a good one at the moment it's called uh leading no yeah leading small groups that thrive uh and it's only been released like last month so it's brand new and um by three authors and they've actually they did research on small groups, and so I like, interviewed six hundred small group members and leaders, Whoa.
0: something like that.
1: Yeah, and uh, it's got a, it's. Uh, I, I'm part way through it. A few intriguing things, the little teasers they put out is like they mentioned stuff like um, groups that spend a long time on logistics grow more than groups that don't. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? What? Some? Yeah, like if, for a group that spends an average of sixteen minutes per week sorting out logistics, has more spiritual transformation than one that, that ignores it. Um, <laughs> so I'm just fascinated. I really want to get to this chapter and find out what the story is there. Um, yes. So, uh, but, um, yeah, the, the chapter I'm just at the moment is about leadership, and uh, this has been helpful. I, it said that one of the strongest predictors of a small group's effectiveness was the leader's commitment to the group. So right. it's not about skill or charisma or um, Bible knowledge necessarily, but about commitment to the group. And yeah, um, mm. oh, I think that resonates. Um,
0: yes, definitely, because you can you can see how a growth group leader who is committed to seeing their group grow to love Jesus and mm. and shows that outwardly and it, and shows that with love, that's an inspiring group to be part of. It's yeah. really enjoyable.
1: Yeah. Mm. So they've, they've surveyed people and there's sort of evidence behind that. So, um, yeah. So I'm just reading it first pass. I might read it again trying to think, oh, what do I want to take away from this? But, um, yeah, it's been uh, good so far.
0: Mm. I'm curious as well, like how do you share all this knowledge? Because mm. th- that kind of stuff is fascinating and how do you disseminate it down into quite a significant, like a size, the ministry the size you lead? It's, um, mm, that's interesting. Yeah.
1: I'm not sure. Yeah. How, how do I translate <laughs> nope. this? Um, it's not easy. <laughs> no, no, the reading is easy. Yeah. It's, it's practically changing and applying. That's a, that's another question. And critiquing and thinking, you know, mm. thinking critically about what I'm reading. That's, uh, yeah. That comes in the category of hard work, Joe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're out of time. We're out of time.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, well, good so, to touch you this week, Richard. Very
1: much. Love chatting with you, Joe. Have a good uh, week.
0: Yep, sounds good. And we'll hear more about small groups down the track, no doubt.
1: <laughs> yes, will do. See ya.
0: <laughs> See ya.